passion for sport. This is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Welcome to the show. We're here every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. And it's day 10 today after Cameroon went through to the round of 16 with seven points from their three group games, joined by Burkina Faso. Uh, today, can Ghana get out of trouble and get to the knockout stage? We preview the conclusion of Group B and Group C on a busy day. And we go to the northern city of Garwa to find out how things are going there. Cameroon captain Vincent Abubakar is from this um, this place and um, the people here have a song already made for him. That's coming up shortly, but uh, first yesterday there was a huge crowd at the Olembe Stadium in Yaoundé as the host Cameroon drew 1-1 with Cape Verde to finish top of Group A. Vincent Abubakar scoring his fifth goal of the tournament on 39 minutes and Gary Rodriguez equalising eight minutes into the second half with a clever back heeler. In the other game, Burkina Faso drew 1-1 with Ethiopia, Cyril Bayala putting the Stallions ahead and Gatana Kebede equalising for Ethiopia with a penalty. So Cameroon finished top of Group A with seven points, Burkina Faso and Cape Verde both on four points and Ethiopia on one. Burkina Faso takes second spot on goals scored, while Cape Verde are likely to progress as one of the best third-place teams. I'm joined by African football expert Ida Waringa in Nairobi in Kenya. Uh, so, Ida, uh, no doubt the Cameroon fans would have loved to have gone through with three wins out of three. No doubt, Steve. And, of course, they filled the stadium, you know, probably hoping for another high-scoring thriller, you know, after that 4-1 win over Ethiopia that, you know, basically got the whole of Africa buzzing. Uh, and I remember Njia's report, you know, talking about the, the skepticism currently ongoing in Cameroon over vaccinations as well as uh, the PCR tests. So it was also super interesting, you know, to see a surge of home fans in the stadium knowing very well the processes that they went through to be there. But what a tournament for Vincent Abubakar, eh, from Scoring one goal in what, close to 10 career AFCON matches, you know, at least prior to this edition, to netting five in three games. I mean, Steve, what can we say? When it's one's time, it's one's time. And Abu Bakr equaling the national record that was set by Etor, that was for five goals he scored a piece between the 06 and the 08 AFCONs. Because uh, looking at Abu Bakr and his current form, can we expect to see more? Can we expect for the national record to be broken? I don't know. Maybe because what we can be sure of is at least one more game for the Indomitable Lions. That will be in the next round. So who knows? As for Cape Verde, well, they previously shown the continent what they could do, you know, getting to the quarters in 2013. Um, they'll no doubt want another try at going far. Uh, looking at Burkina Faso, well, finalists from the same year, but they definitely also have a lot to improve on because naturally things will only get tougher from here. So Cameroon, the first team through to the round of 16. And now we're going to the northern city of Garwa, where Ghana play Comoros tonight and where Nigeria are based. Garwa is in the heart of Cameroon's cotton industry. And I spoke to Oluwashina Okaleji, who's covering the games there, and asked him to tell us more about the city and the stadium. Hi, Steve. Um, Garwa in northern Cameroon is um, very, very close to 
um, the city of um, Yola in um, Nigeria. Um, that's why a lot of Nigerians are saying this is like playing at home, although it's in the northern part of the country. You know, it's also home to Cotton Sport um, Football Club of Garoa. You know them. Um, they were uh, CAF Champions League runners-up in 2008, and um, they are 16-time record um, Cameroonian champions in the top-flight football here. So it's home to a lot of people. The hospitality is nice. The city is a very small place. The stadium here undoubtedly the best so far in terms of the pitch and the facility that is hosting this year's African Cup of Nations. So everything here is in order. Um, the people are hospitable. Um, they are ready to assist you. A few of them speak English. But everywhere you turn and everywhere you go, there's always someone there who is ready to assist you. Of course, they know you're covering the AFCON. So there's always that thing um, about wanting to look after um, people who are visitors. The, the, the interest in the AFCON is very, very huge here. Especially when Cameroon plays, you go into the city center, people are running. And also, remember, Cameroon captain Vincent Abubakar is from this, um, this place. And um, the people here have a song already made for him. Um, the last time he scored a brace, the old city, you know, fans here were dancing late into the night, celebrating the son of the soil who's, um, who secured, who have Cameroon secure, um, a, a round of 16 qualifications. So the interest in the Afghan is building is very strong. They are um, relatively comfortable that Cameroon might win the trophy on home soil. And every time Nigeria plays there or any of the other countries that comes here to play, there's always a huge turnout. Um, the, the, the center for COVID testing is, um, is just, um, across the corner there, um, just outside the stadium. So fans are always testing, trying to gain access into the stadium on match days. Sounds good. And you're following the Nigeria team, Sheena. An impressive start for the Super Eagles. Uh, are the players and the Nigeria fans starting to believe that uh, they can win the competition? Well, generally, there's a, there's, a, there's, there's a growing confidence among the Nigerian fans that the Super Eagles can go all the way. You know, the explosive start to the tournament. It's got everyone buzzing. It's got fans, it's got media, and everyone saying the Super Eagles are capable of winning um, the tournament here in Cameroon. And what a place to win it. In Yaoundé, remember Cameroon won um, a title in Lagos in 2000. And the four three titles that Cameroon got in this tournament, they won it at the expense of Nigeria in 84, in 1988, as well as in 2000, back there in Nigeria. So it tells the story of how hungry and desperate the Nigerian fans want their team to play in the final. They believe they have a team strong enough. And some of them here have been complaining that they do not understand why the Nigerian Football Federation president, Amadou Pinik, settled for a foreign manager when um, the last foreign manager did absolutely nothing with the team in terms of um, getting them to be feared on the continent. They believe the fear factor is back in the Nigerian team. The boys are playing with so much confidence. They have freedom to express themselves. Moses Simon, who's been the most vilified player in the last two years, is now the star of the team here in the African Cup of Nations. So everyone believes this team can go all the way. But then again, we've been here before with Nigeria, haven't we? Um, sometimes they start the tournament on a high and then um, everything comes down crashing um, when they play in the knockout stages of the competition. Nigeria are the most successful side when it comes to the third place finish. And some people are saying maybe this time around, Nigeria could go two steps further and just leave the trophy again. But how well they want to finish is to finish and win here in Cameroon, beating the host nation. They don't want any other nation to, to face them, but Cameroon, they just want um, to return the favour. 22 years after they lost at home, they want to beat Cameroon on home soil. 
<laughs> right, so the dream situation for the Nigeria fans、uh, to get through to the final against Cameroon and to beat them. That's Oluwashina Okoleji in the northern city of Garwa.、Uh, this is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport. Show coming to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations online on radio and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv. In the blog section, there, Russ Bravo looks at the pressure of winning on the teams and how everyone can be a winner with faith. That's on our website, planetsport.tv. In the blog section. To social media now, and we've been asking:、uh, Do Senegal have what it takes to become the champions?、Uh, Africa's top-ranked side were tipped by many to win their first Nations Cup title in Cameroon,、uh, but they needed a stoppage time penalty to beat Zimbabwe in their opener, and then drew nil-nil with Guinea. So we asked: Are they looking like potential champions to you? And、uh, Labide Dennis says yes, they are.、Uh, Meg K Ezi We in Kenya says, oh, not with the way that they're playing. And Belong Baji in the Gambia says, well, Senegal have the desire, but the way that they're playing、uh, just doesn't show that.、Uh, Purity Henry in Nigeria says, no, the Super Eagles will be the champions. And Abrima Kali says it's Morocco who'll win the tournament, not Senegal. And today on social media, we're asking why are some of the big names not shining at the Africa? Cup of Nations.、Uh, Riyad Mahrez, Sadio Mane, and Mohamed Salah went to the Nations Cup as three of the biggest names, but they've all been below their best, along with some of the other stars with big clubs in Europe.、Uh, so why do you think it is that they are not shining? Is it the team tactics, the weather, maybe exhaustion, lack of commitment, or something else?、Uh, why are some of the big names not shining at the Nations Cup? Mohamed Salah has scored, but otherwise he's been、uh, rather subdued in the game. And Sadio Mane is certainly way below his best so far. You can post a comment on our Facebook page, that's Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Why are some of the big names not shining at the Afcon? So four games on today, and the big question is whether Ghana can get themselves out of trouble in Group C as they play Comoros at 19 GMT in Garwa, with Gabon playing Morocco at the same time in Yaoundé. Morocco are top of the group with six points. Gabon have four points. Ghana have one, and Comoros on no points. Ghana need a win to have a chance of taking one of the best third place slots.、Uh, things should be okay for them, Ida. Or maybe not, Steve. It really could go either way. I mean, if Equatorial Guinea, for example, you know, could beat the holders, then I think anything can happen, you know. And I think that's part of the entertainment in this Afghan, if you ask me, that anything can happen, literally, <laughs> as we've seen already.、Um, as for Ghana, well, what struck me about them so far, you know, other than,、um, or maybe in line, you know, with the Disjointed element about their team is their inability to just finish off a match. I mean, they allowed Morocco to snatch a late winner in a game that they could have drawn had they just pushed a bit more. Then they allowed Gabon to equalize late, once again conceding in the dying minutes, and they lost two valuable points in a game where I use opener. Look, that could easily. Easily get goal of the group stage from me at least, you know. 
It could be a lack of concentration from the team combined with several other factors, but Steve, it definitely could be their undoing. And Steve, as we always say, you know, once you start leaving it to permutations, your fate isn't in your own hands anymore. And I'm sure that for a football rich country like Ghana, you know, they don't want to be qualifying for the next round on a bit of luck and a bit of math. And a team news for Gabon, by the way, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and Mario Lemina have both left the tournament. They've been released from Gabon's squad. Both have got heart lesions following bouts of COVID. Now, before the Group C action in Group B, at 16 GMT, Malawi plays Senegal in Bafosam and Zimbabwe take on Guinea in Yaoundé. Guinea and Senegal on four points, Malawi on three, and Zimbabwe with no points are out already. And Malawi are assured of a top three finish, so they have a chance of reaching the knockout stage for the first time, Ida. A maiden round of 16 appearance? I mean, that would be incredible for them. Steve, I think Malawi has had a very decent tournament so far. And for their efforts, qualification into the next round would be amazing. You know, this is the third AFCON that the Flames are playing in and first in over 10 years. So for them to be one point shy of giants like Senegal in their group is pretty impressive. As for the Taranga Lions, Steve, well, Other than bragging rights, I'm sure they will want to finish top of their group because, you know, this basically means a weaker opponent in the next round. But as we've seen in this AFCON so far, that can mean absolutely nothing. And uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances, Malawi are said to have a fully fit squad. Now, Senegal, on the other hand, have been suffering from effects of COVID, you know, on their squad. And they still don't look like they'll have, you know, a full squad to choose from. But Steve, as we also said not too long ago, a while from now, when people look back on this tournament, few, if any, will remember such details. But everyone will remember who did well and who didn't. It's wonderful news for the game between uh, Zimbabwe and Guinea. It will see an all-woman team officiate an AFCON match for the first time, and uh, it will be led by Rwanda's Salima Mukansanga. It's great, great news. It's going to be a historic day. Thanks, Ida. That's African football expert Ida Wairinga in Nairobi. A recap of today's fixtures in Group B. Malawi plays Senegal and Zimbabwe take on Guinea. Both games kicking off at 16 GMT. And then at 19 GMT in Group C, Ghana playing Comoros and Gabon taking on Morocco. From me, Steve Vickers and Ida Wairinga, the show's back again tomorrow. And Cameroon Roars is a passion for sport production.